Welcome to the Dementia Caregiver Talk Show, a podcast to help you navigate the senior care maze. Learn and laugh with us as we discuss creative solutions and ideas to common and uncommon dementia care challenges and how to make sense of the senior care industry and options, even if you're not a professional. Hello and welcome to the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. I'm here with Cheaper Snow and Greg Phelps. Welcome you two. And today's topic is really interesting. It's called Optimizing Ways and Means for Successful Transitions While Minimizing the Stress. <laughs> so when I, read, when I read that title this morning, uh, um, I, I sort of thought, okay, what, what was that about my transmission? Uh, it must be my car. <laughs> And we're going to optimize it. So, so what does this mean in simple English? Yeah. So how do we set up your place, your space, your world, so that if we have to change your world, we're set up so that there's not as much distress? Whether that change might be a changing a caregiver or changing a place that you are or changing something in the environment or changing sort of how much help you're getting. Um, so anytime there's a change, if we don't plan ahead, there tends to be a lot of distress. And us planning ahead, you gotta be careful because sometimes we like to run our mouths ahead of time about all the changes that we're gonna be making. And we wanna tell the person living with how we're gonna make their world so much better. But if they can't hold on to the details, all we've done is stir the pot, put it on boil, and walked away from the stove. And so they boil over. So it, it's more like not if we have to change, it's when we have to change, right? Perfect. Yeah. Absolutely. Because it's inevitable. We require that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's just a question of do we wait too long to make the transition? Do we put it off and put it off or do we jump in there and try to take them all the way down the highway to the very end point so that we don't have to worry about it again? Well, with the interweb here, Tipa, people want to sit down and, you know, use Dr. Google when you're not available. So <laughs> is there a list somewhere and that I can look up things I'm going to have to prepare to change for my aging parent? Is there one of those lists that, that you can send somebody or? Well, that's an interesting thing because we do have some resources, but right. I'm not sure we have that automatic listing. I think what we have are, here's a list of possible changes you might come across. Um, not everybody will experience all of them, but everyone will experience some of them. So, so we're not all the same. Oh, crap. No, oh. I haven't figured out how to cookie cut you. Oh. <laughs> um, you know, that's just not going to happen. So the most important thing is to start to notice when what you've been doing isn't feeling and isn't working like it used to. Or so the, the person isn't doing what they used to. So is, is there a, a way that people can sort of sit down and make a mental checklist for themselves? So you've gone to the doctor, you've got mom, and the doctor says, well, your mom's got dementia. Is there, are there some basics where we should be starting to go, oh my God, now what do I do? Yeah, so the first thing I recommend is looking in the mirror at yourself. So it's a- But why me? I don't have dementia. 
I, I know, of course not. You don't. So get your thumb though and put it thumbs up and say, thumbs how up. are you feeling right this moment? Are you thumbs up? Are you feeling pretty good? Are you thumbs neutral or are you thumbs down? This has been really hard and I'm really having a hard time with all this. And you know what? When I think back, I've been having a hard time for a while. That's what led us to go do this. So taking an inventory about how you're doing right in this moment is probably one of the pauses we need to take and we don't. We start trying to get our index finger out, get your index finger out, put your thumb away and get that index finger out and start shaking it at somebody and saying what we need to fix about you and about where we are and about what we're doing. And all of a sudden, I'm directing all of the possible distress I'm feeling about this outward rather than taking a few minutes to figure out this is really hard. I, this is going to change a lot of things. Ugh, I'm already full. I don't know where I'll fit this. I'm, you know, really just sort of checking yourself out. Where am I with this stuff before I start trying to figure out what to do with somebody else? About this point when I've had experience in dealing with some families, I, I tell them, well, you know, if you go onto YouTube, there's this lady named, uh, 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 <laughs> Tipa Snow. Tippy. Have you heard of her? Tapioca. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard of her before, have you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, sort of sticks. she sort of sticks or something. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's this idea. So I'll do a, a hand to help us sort of think. So usually what I'll say is, okay, so what's your stress level? Which is what I was sort of hitting at. Like, are you pretty stressed out? Are you doing okay? Or are you, yeah, you know what? I Finally, I've got a name for it kind of thing. And then the second second idea that you want to think about is how isolated are both of you? So you could do this for yourself and do it for the other person. How socially isolated are you are you getting? Um how much is is the person being isolated? Now, you know, there's a difference between choosing to be alone and not knowing how to get connected. And so really looking at how well are we matching up with who they've always been but also what's going on now? Is this, is this feeling pretty good? Is it feeling neutral or is it feeling pretty bad as far as that for them and for you? Then the third is um, wake sleep. How are they sleeping? How are you sleeping? Are you getting enough? Are you doing it because you don't know what to do with yourself? You're just hanging out and drowsing. Then the next area that to look at, you know, it's like, how well is that going? And then the next, next little area to go with is what are you putting in yourself? What are they putting in themselves? How are you getting it? So talking about food and drink and medications. So, I mean, how are you getting all that stuff in? And is it going well? Or is it challenging? Because if it's a challenge already, then that's maybe the transition. I mean, so we're just thinking, we're trying to gather data, figure it out. And then the very last one, which I think is the most underrated, how are we doing with our body, our brain, and our senses? I mean, are we taking care of ourselves? Are we doing what we need to do? When was the last time I got my eyes checked, my ears checked? When was it that I, what am I doing for my body physically? And what am I doing for my brain physically? You know, fitness. What, what's going on in my brain and what's going on with my body? Am I taking care of me? What are they doing? What are they doing for their, their fitness, their wellness? Um, what are they doing to promote what they got? Keep it going. So those are my five. So I start with those five and it's like, how do I look at me and look at you and how are we matching up and how are we not matching up? So where do we need to build out or where do we need to transition? Um, and, you know, maybe we don't need to change everything. Maybe we start with a baby bite um, because they tend to stick better. And I don't want to overwhelm me and I don't want to overwhelm you. So, you know, that whole idea of 
changing things. It's a lot harder to do than you think. I like a, I like the idea of doing one small thing at a time, because I think if you get overwhelmed, you just you just stop and you quit instead. Well, just your brain doesn't work. Like, I mean, it's just like you'll exhaust yourself. You're not going to eat right. You're, I mean, we we get it, but then we lose it when dementia hits because it's sort of like yeah, but I've got I've got I got I got it. It's like whoa whoa whoa, take a deep breath. Are you even breathing? Because if you want to take care of your brain and your body, you got to breathe. And then you got to get moving, but maybe it's one step at a time. Um, and when it's not matching up, then let's take a step back and say, do I need help? Raise your hand. I need help. This is getting out of control. I feel like it's out of control. So the baby step is who around me maybe could help me. Where could I go for help? And we actually, I mean, at PAC, we try to help. We have a half hour free consult. We have an online support group. We try to provide options that might work. There's free YouTubes because we don't know for sure what you might want or need, but we know that we need to take it in little bites. And for those that are would be interested in the, in the free consult and the other resources, I'm going to put some links in the show notes again so you can, you know, can have a look. And we also invite you to just visit uh, www.tipasnow.com. That's www.tee p-a-s-n-o-w.com and just browse around and look around you know we have a ton of resources and maybe I, you I think a little bite. <laughs> at, at this point tipa a lot of people when they've just gone through the diagnosis process they have the, the care provider care partner feels despair mm-hmm. is there hope for them uh Tipa's Gems, I, I think is one of my favorites to refer people to because it teaches us helps us understand that there are going to be challenging moments, but there is still joy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what was funny, Greg, is how even without me saying anything, I was thinking, oh, we should say something about seeing people differently now. That in that moment when I'm looking at me, I need to look around and see how you're doing. But then I need to realize, look, you're still there. Um, You're different, but you're still there. How are we going to do this? And we can do this. Uh, we'll figure out a way to do this. But the way to do this may not be for me to try to keep you how you were, because that's not the answer. So we are going to be changing. And so your thing earlier, first comment about it's not if, it's when, I think is very real. And so to see the positive. So by switching to GEMS, the idea was, why talk about global deterioration constantly? Why talk about what people can't do? And instead, why don't we focus on a few things that they're still doing? Um, What is still happening? What do they still have that's well in them? And if I can't see it, maybe the biggest change is I need to step back and let someone else step forward because maybe I'm not a good match. And there's nothing wrong with recognizing I'm not good at this other than keep going when you recognize I'm not good at this. If, If it's not a good match, then finding someone is, who is, that becomes the thing you're good at. Nice. We all need support. It's, you can't be a lone ranger, you know. It's a bad idea. Because <laughs> you will not go, dum da 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 You'll go, <laughs> and you hit the brick wall at some point. Because um, most of us who've tried it, uh, tried to be that person that helps all the time, we find out that, you know what, we're human too. Yeah, and you have to take care of yourself. I always think of you know in the airplane when they when the those masks drop and they say put on the mask on yourself first and then help the other person. Yeah, yeah, yeah it makes sense. 
it's just hard to remember when somebody's in front of you and they seem to be gasping that right. if you're not careful, you're, you're probably doing the same thing. You just didn't look in the mirror. True. The environment changed. You need to optimize. <laughs> Adapt. So there's a webinar about that on April 24th, right, Tifa? Yeah, yeah. And Greg's right. Boy, is it a wordy, wordy title. With right. The reality is we're talking about change. Right. And how do we make change okay for both of us? And the problem really, truly is that I can't ask you to have the same capacity you used to have for change. And if something's got to change, I've got to figure out some things and then figure out how much to put out there for you and how to do that. And that's going to depend on how well I know and, and see you. Um, and I could try something. If it's not working, I've got to be willing to go, whoa, that didn't work like I hoped. Um, because change is going to make brains work very interesting ways sometimes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Tifa. Thank you so much, Greg. It's uh, change is hard, you know. It you know, is. So inventory, doing an inventory. What are your blessings? What do you have that does still seem to be working? That sort of not forgetting that as you're looking at so many things that maybe aren't working well. Tell me at least two that still are, because if you can't come up with two, boy, do you need a break. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, you two. I, I really appreciate it. And um, for our listeners, again, I'm going to put the links into the show notes. And um, we do have a Facebook group also for the listeners of the show. If you go to Facebook and you type in uh, Dementia Care Partner Talk Show into the search bar, you'll be able to find it. And I hope you'd, you'll join us there. And um, again, thank you so much, Tifa and Greg. And hope I'll hear you next time. My pleasure. Thank Take you. care, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.